Abraham Lincoln. Louisiana Purchase, that's a name. You need to really get off my balls, okay? I'm gonna kick your ass. Also, why was Michelangelo so stinky? Ew. Lost my ass for a second there. <laughs> You're already going. Yep. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 293 of the All Get Here podcast. I'll be your host today, Patrick. And joining me today are my two caroling co-hosts. God, hey, it's Ash. Ho, 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 it's Joe, Joe, Joe. We're smack dab in the suffocating center of the holiday season. Why is it goddamn nearly 83 fucking degrees in December? I fucking hate it here. I want to leave. Global warming. That's all I got. Yep. And, and also, we're, we're stuck in, like, the south, too. So, it's extra, like, stank on top of global warming. That is true. Just like, it's 75 degrees and 75% humidity. And everything's covered in, like, an inch of grease. Yeah. Or sweat. Both. Or some undiscernible slime. We have a lot of slime down here. Some undiscernible body fluids. <laughs> but anyhow, uh, we're going to do our best to press on and wrangle some holiday cheer. But we're going to do the holidays the only way we know how. By putting a little bit of zhuzh, a little bit of stank, a little bit of spooky in it. So because today we're not only doing a patented lads make em up. But this year, for our annual Christmas make em up, we're doing a Christmas horror movie. Who better to bring you that than the Cinema Grimoire team? Whoop, 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 whoop. whoop. Which, in case you don't know, is a brand new show on our brand new channel, AYCH Extra. Please follow the links in the description of this episode. But, in case you don't know that, it's a show where Joe, Ash, and myself watch a gothic movie, 80s, 90s horror, and... Basically, just, you know, peruse the genre of horror with a little bit of queer insight and a little bit of just, you know, AYCH flair. And we're bringing that flair to the make em up game today. And for everyone out there listening, and, and as is their first time playing the make em up game, so basically it's where we hear just spitball from zero a movie idea complete with plot, action, and actors that we cast. And, of course, just make it as silly and nonsensical as possible. No, this is super serious. These are serious pitches in uh, Hollywood. I know you're not listening, but you should be because this is printing money. Yeah, Scorsese's going to be shaking. Mm-hmm. He wishes he could make these movies. It, 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 this, honestly, if you if you heard some of the last few make ups you'd be wishing that you had our number, Hollywood. I mean, because what, last year we did lads make a Hallmark Christmas movie, and we turned the genre on the game. We we did that. Uh, what was... Didn't we, was it Breaking Bad when uh, we replaced uh, the meth with ass crystals? That that we did. Replaced it with what? Ass crystals. <laughs> One of my favorite JoJo sound bites. We got the butt crystals. <laughs> 
We got the butt crystals. And also there are Muppets in it. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's amazing. Probably you should make a playlist of all the make em ups we've done. That, that would be a good idea. Because the first uh, Christmas make em up was just our general lads make a Christmas movie where Santa, played by, my brain has left me, Kylo Ren. Oh, Adam Driver. Oh, fuck that one. Where <laughs> Adam Driver plays Santa and uh, he has to defeat, he has to defeat Krampus, who's played by Reba McIntyre. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, yeah. So that that's the level of game that we're playing today. So just to get the ball rolling with this, okay, okay Christmas horror. Obviously, there's a lot of holiday horror movies out there, like Silent Night, Deadly Night, and what is essentially the start, the genesis of the slasher genre by some in American cinema, Black Christmas. So like, there's a lot to pull from. So what exactly do we want to do with ours? What's the genesis of this one? See, usually I feel like when they go for, like, Christmas horror, it's usually slasher. It's tired. It's trite. We need to... I say we just... We go full gothic romance, but horror. Like this... And Christmas. <laughs> does, does, does someone get, like, a, a secret admired letter? It's like, oh, Count Baron Blood wants to have a, a one-night rendezvous in his spooky castle on St. Sangre? Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't object. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so what type of romance do we want for this movie? Uh, toxic as fuck. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Messy and toxic. All right. Do we want some young ingenue who gets swept off their feet by a supernatural charmer? Or do we want like some, uh, you want some, uh, some, want some queer goodness in here? I, I mean, it's obviously going to be some homo in there. I mean, let's make it gay. Because oh, like, we could also do Polly and everybody's just fucking everybody. Oh, that's how we make okay, it better. messy. Yeah. Because like, oh, maybe like, uh, I don't know. The invitee goes to the to Count's castle, whoever or whatever the monster is. We'll, we'll decide, decide that in a, in a moment. But then like their ex finds out that they're going. So they like stow away on the plane or like the carriage. And then they're just like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to win them back. And so we can have Christmas together. Or then what if the, what if the monster also falls in love or tries to woo the ex or whatever, like Igor is in the castle. Just like, I want my Christmas love too. It's pronounced Igor. Oh God. Hmm. Hmm. Can the count be a countess, and can she be old? Oh, yeah. we, we want so we want like a. I want like a sugar mama for okay, this. sugar <laughs> mama. Okay, all right, yes. Okay, we, we we need. Okay, we're gonna have a sexy countess to be the person that invites the invitee, the young ingenue, or maybe not so young ingenue, to the uh, the castle. Um, who do we want to play the countess? Helen Mirren. <laughs> okay, I'm down. All right, all right. I, I was, uh, if we could choose dead people, <laughs> I, I was going to choose uh, or suggest Nico from Velvet Underground and Nico. Not bad. Nico. That's a choice. I squished But honestly, I think Helen Mirren would be funny as shit. <laughs> all right. Um, do, do we want her to be a vampire or just like another monster? Hmm. Okay, hear me out. Uh, she's a fish monster, and the castle's underwater. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but like, the castle's, like, upside down. 
Yes. Why? Okay, maybe there's like okay, there's like a seaside castle, right? Okay. But like in Castlevania, there's like a second castle, but it's it's just mirrored. Okay. Yeah. Or or okay. okay, maybe there's a castle, but because it's because it's spooky, there's like a full moon, create you know on like a lake. It creates a mirror castle, and that's where like some real spooky. It's like like she's got like in order to do the ritual, she's got to take the invitee to their mirror castle. She goes under the stairs into the water, and that leads into the reflection on the lake. Okay, but it's only there for one night. Of course, full only moon there for one night. on Christmas Eve. Blood moon. Blood moon. Blood blood full moon on Christmas Eve. Okay, <laughs> blood moon. <laughs> Blood moon on Christmas Eve under the sea. Okay. And uh, since it's under the sea, can we get Sebastian the crab? Can we not? Please. <laughs> oh, maybe the maybe the Igor is is a crab, but he's oh, like God. a he's like a crab monster. How crab is he? Like, is he like visibly a crab man, or is it like he could pass as a guy, but then he's just got like crab legs at the bottom? I I kind of like the idea that like he's like this. Basically, a crab that has like a human like disguise, like he has like a coat and like just a crab in a man suit. Basically, yes. Okay. Or or he's just a sentient pile of crabs inside of a man suit. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Sen- yeah. Sentient crab pile. Do each of the crabs have to get a voice? <laughs> like it's just like the voice of Legion. <laughs> yes. Just like everybody's talking at once. <laughs> Uh, who who we want to be crab Igor? Like like my mind immediately goes to like some of our reoccurring like revolving door, but I'm like we need we need to break out. Taiko Waititi. Okay, yes. <laughs> I mean, he was in our supernatural romance movie. Really? Yeah, we go check out our supernatural romance episode. Basically, he plays the butler centaur who falls in love <laughs> With Jason Momoa Man- Manticore, that all tracks, yeah. Because like that also was a a messy love triangle. I see a recurring theme here. Yeah, we, we, we honestly, I think it's like it's not a direct sequel. It's like its own story, but it's like a spiritual sequel. You know, I, I'm I swear there was a bit that we were talking about in the Supernatural Romance where we like joked about oh there there's there's another supernatural moment but it's like underwater i swear that's a bit in that episode did did we just like subconsciously will this in <laughs> wow because i was not thinking that i was just like i don't know under the sea you know that's a great bit we i love it when we lay down lore for ourselves and not realize it <laughs> hell yeah always leave a back door <clears throat> see riding by the seat of your pants can have a good good outcomes Sometimes. Sometimes. Maybe. It, it, I mean, uh, Mike Mignola wrote Hellboy for a while by the seat of his pants. Fair. And you know, look how that turned out. I'm telling you, this is going to be good as Hellboy. That's a that, that's a tall order there. I don't know about that. <laughs> Might be setting the bar a little high. Hey, it gives you lots of room when you fall. Fair. Okay. Uh, Taika Waititi for Crab Gore. Who's our invitee? Okay, um, I guess this is where we want to. Maybe we said, do we want this to be a lady? To be a guy? I mean, I feel like we, it's got to be a lady. Because I, I was thinking like Tony Collette for some reason. 
See, I was... Huh. I, well, <laughs> it's just like this later in life lesbians. Yeah. I don't hate it. <laughs> but <laughs> if, she, if it's going to be Tony Collette, or if Tony Collette's in the movie, which I do want, yes. she has to be just... I progress. She has to get progressively more shrill and haggard <laughs> as the movie goes on. Oh wait, wait. What if she's the ex, and that's why she's slowly crumbling yes. apart? Yes. It's like no, we were meant to be. And she's like, by the point, like by the end, she's just like, just stringy wet hair, and just like, like <laughs> it's falling out and yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like that okay. idea a lot. Tony Collette is the spiteful ex, but. uh the sugar baby in the sugar mama scenario. It, it, like, is there like a younger? Oh, we we also have to think horror too. Like, yeah. is there is like a is there like an up and coming girl in horror that we have? Anya Taylor Joy. Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah, Princess Peach herself. <laughs> I was going to say Mia Goth, but she was in the last one we did. Yeah, she was in the uh, last make a found footage horror movie. Let's go check out that one too. Because <laughs> my first thought was Jenny Ortega. Hmm. But there's no reason why she can't be in the movie. That's true. I mean, we, we, we just have, like, a love dodecahedron. Yes. I'm with it. And Everybody's but, fucking everybody. It's because, just like, one I'm also, big flesh pile. Because I'm also reading a lot of Rimiko Takahashi manga, so, like, there's, like, a hundred characters, and, like, that person that person has a question. This person, that person used to date. That was just, like, it's just the spider web character sheet. Just pure messiness. We'll set aside Jenny Ortega for a later role. Okay. Okay, so Anya Taylor-Joy gets the invitation to go see um, Helen Mirren in her lakeside, oceanside mansion. All right. Now, uh, I guess from here, how we want the plot to progress. We want to introduce, like, like Dracula. She has... Not only does she have her spiteful ex, perhaps because she's such this desirable individual, she has suitors. Yes, and I'm trying to think of who. It's got to be, like, really snotty, pompous British man. Oh, no, because, see, my first thought is just gross. Who's your, who comes immediately to mind? Benedict Cumberbatch. He's just kind of freaky looking. He's snotty, but he also looks like a lizard. I mean, he can be he can be just a like a mom like he like we another bit when we do these movies we have just like huge AAA actors and like disposable cam like disposable roles like like when lads make a, a film war we had like Robert Downey Jr. and Tom Holland just played like rank and file gangster that just gets slaughtered hell yeah can Idris Elba be one of the suitors oh please yes. <laughs> This is for all of us. We get Idris Elba, but unfortunately, we also have to get Ricky Gervais. No, don't, no, don't no. do that. Don't do that. That's we're, evil. Not, we're fucking peaking because of that. <laughs> but hear me out. Just imagine annoying ass atheist Ricky, like peak atheist Ricky Gervais, just being an absolute menace. Does he die? Because oh, oh yes, okay. he's the first to die. Okay, fine. Then yes, like fine. like he walks like he walks into the door and a chandelier to go. Good. Like for some reason he's he's wearing a crown of thorns to be edgy. He <laughs> 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 fucking flashed my ass back to that godforsaken cover he did. Oh, I'm you're fine. about you're about to see. No, but because like because that fucking. 
gutless cocksucker thought he was so goddamn hot and cool by doing this stupid fucking cover. It is so fucking cringe, but he thinks he is the hottest shit. Oh, don't do this to me. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yep. Ew. It's fucking stupid. For, in case you don't know, there is a magazine called The Humanist where years ago Ricky Gervais did a cover photo where he's shirtless, but he has a microphone stand across his back. He's assuming like the crucified pose with like a crown of thorns and atheist written across his bare chest in blood. And it's the hackiest, cringiest fucking thing. <laughs> the moral of the story is not believing in God doesn't make you fucking smart. It just if you're just gonna be like a a prick about it, who fucking cares? Mind exactly. your business. Anyhow, <laughs> so Ricky Jace gets splatted by like a loose gar- like a gargle falls off the lead. Okay, that's one. <laughs> oh, oh, even better. What if Tony Collette gets there early? She's like, <laughs> I'll just get rid of all the shooters and I'll get Anya Taylor Joy to myself, like wringing her hand like she's the fucking witch from Snow White. She pushes <laughs> off the gargoyle and Anya Taylor Joy, like Mr. Magoo, it just avoids all the pitfall, but just the gargoyle just, <laughs> just splats him, like, yes, right away. Absolutely. So, uh, Idris Elba is one of the suitors. Like, I would say we have four suitors. Ricky Gervais is immediately killed. Okay. We have two actual real ones. Okay. Two other ones. Oscar Isaac. That's for me. That's that's mostly for me. Hey, are, are you sure it's just for you? <laughs> I mean... I, I, I think Pat would not object I, I can share. Well, he's, I think he's a pretty regular on our, uh, <laughs> on oh, our list. See, who else? Now I'm just, like, racking my brain... Can we go with dead people? Have we done that before, or do we want to keep it mostly living? Uh, we've we've done the dead before, but let's keep it in the realm okay. of living, especially like what and this uptick in like AI theft. Yeah. Uh, that that that's that's fucking weird. That's like scary and shit. Uh, so uh, Lewis Tan, Lewis Tan. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He was the guy in the Mortal Kombat movie. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is this is a good uh, bunch of hotties for Anya to like question herself over, and all of us as well. So okay. So we have we have the three suitors. We have Anya. We have the Countess herself. At this point, we you know do are there any other ancillary characters that you think this is like a good main cast to stick with. So, I don't know if we need any other characters, but for my edification, can we throw Tessa Thompson in here somewhere? Yes. Sure. <laughs> She's just, like, hanging out. Just She's like, just there. Up. She's just hot in the background. It's like, what? Okay, what if she's, like... Oh, what if she's the Van Helsing? Yes. Holy shit, yes. Yes, 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 yes. She's, yes. Out, she's out to stop. Countess Hellman, because she knows this is this is part of her routine, and she's never got a chance to stop her yearly Christmas bloodletting. <laughs> she's like, and by God, this is the year she's gonna stop it. I need she's you to know, I forgot cr- that I forgot this was a Christmas movie for a second. <laughs> the Christmas blood orgy. Because, <laughs> like, honestly, to me, whatever happened with the rest of these folks, but the three suitors, they're just gonna end up fucking each other. That that's how I envision it going. Or we we do a real just chicken shit thing. We have like multiple. We film multiple endings where Anya Taylor Joy ends up with 
end, like she ends up with the Countess, ends up with one, the three suitors, ends up back with her ex, ends up with Tessa Thompson. And this just suddenly just turned clue. into a visual novel. It, yeah, it's Clue. <laughs> it's it's like the fucking <laughs> Bandersnatch Netflix movie for Black. Yeah. Hair. Yep. He just he just he just at a certain point he just clicked the arrow. <laughs> like each like each cheater gets a different ending. Hmm. It's like which one did you get, man? I got ending two. Just keep piss- picking the Tessa Thompson ending. It's just like <laughs> like 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 you have to go like three towns over to get the ending you want. It's like oh, in my theater, she ended up with the crab pile. I mean, the crab pile has rights. He needs love. <laughs> but but they make out. But she makes out with the with, as in a pile of crabs, not Taika Waititi. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you do what you have to sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes, oops, all crabs. <laughs> sometimes love is is just a woman and ten thousand crabs. It's a lot of crabs. And plus, like, in case we forget, the Christmas Island is where those crab migrations happen. Like, the, just the swarms of crabs. That's the kind of crabs that he, like Tyka's made out of. Oh God, crabs are kind of freaky. They they kind of are. They're like ocean spiders. I went to the uh, the Atlanta Aquarium uh, recently, and they had the the giant Japanese like spider crabs. Mm-hmm. Those things are fucking huge, and they're so eerie because it's just giant, almost entirely stationary. And it's yeah. just like, and I love the tank they had them in. It's just completely dark except for a red light shines on it. It's <laughs> so eerie. That's amazing. Now I kind of want one. It's just like it's kind of freaky. <laughs> And, like I'm just head. imagining some like really like dirty like bam 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 just, just playing. <laughs> All right, so okay, uh, I think we got a good group going right now, so I think yeah. we can move ahead to the plot. Okay, so Anya gets her invitation. She shows up with the rest of the 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 uh, the crowd. Tessa Thompson has disguised herself, so she gains entrance to the party. So no no one is the wider that she's uh, Vanette Helsing or whatever you want to call her. Do Vanessa. Vanessa. See that makes more sense. <laughs> Vanette also. <laughs> Vanette is also a choice. Vanette Vanessa. It's a decision. Vanette Vanessa, and they call her Vivi for short. Oh. <laughs> but Vivi, it looks like vampire fangs. I hate it. And. <laughs> She and plus with 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 uh, Vivi, uh, not only is she hunting down the Countess, but also she's grappling with the feeling that she thinks that the, the Countess might actually be kind of hot. She's chased her so long, her hatred is starting to turn into like curious admiration. It's like I I hate this stupid, ugly, gorgeous. Just silver fox countess, like she, like she just goes on so long and just like, are, are we, are we still talking about hatred here? I feel like at some point in their history they had to have hooked up or gotten close to hooking up just like once. Yeah, just once, just enough to increase the tension. All right, okay. Um, but this point, do we want to like flash out any character interactions, or we just want to like s- set the stage how what's happening inside the castle, and then like, does anybody get? killed off or like disappeared or get like randy let's set the stage for what happens in the castle all right okay big opulent ball right okay big chris big christmas party that helen mirren countess throws every year 
but there's a singular individual that gets their invitation that the countess wants to okay you're going to be my special little target for this year and hopefully opens up the secret underwater castle that she does a spooky ritual in okay what's her end goal with the ritual to see uh does she want because she's a vampire she already lives forever yeah. With with the with the ritualist, you want to become mortal again, or just you can't like take over the world or get like super vampire powers. Super vampire powers. Yeah. So like she just like turns like turns into like a red crystal kind of like, and she shoots like lightning or shit. I was just thinking, giant bat woman. Like she just like she in, just turns into a giant ass vampire bat. Like or, or she she goes from fish person, but she wants to be a moth person. Oh, yeah, I forgot that Calamari is actually a fish woman. <laughs> yeah, shit. Okay, no, that changes things. Um, I mean, we can still, I mean, she, I mean there's fish. Oh, she graduates from fish person to shark person. <laughs> I don't hate it. Okay, well, maybe she can still be a vampire because she she can be, like, she, she's like a lamprey. That's creepy. Because great opportunity for, like, monster effects. True. And, and plus, you know, she sucks blood. And also, you can be kind of like, you can like, like it's like, oh, Countess, he's like, oh, you, you left such a hickey on me. Just like this giant ass, just <laughs> like cookie Kirk color circle on her neck. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yes. that works. Okay, she's a lamp. Uh, okay, Countess Helen is a lamprey woman. We, we are on to you, Helen Mirren, and we know what you are. <laughs> she's a giant jawless fish. I don't think Helen Mirren would mind if her secret got out. Like, I, I honestly don't think she'd give a shit. That woman knows what she's about. Uh, and it's like, you just try to do something to stop me. <laughs> and be like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's like, well, well, whatever floats your boat. I'm this is 2022. At last, you know, we're, we're all about, you know, giant monster women. Please don't let the monster fuckers hear you say that. Please. I'm, well, I thought this movie was made for the monster fuckers. Yeah, mostly. Like, 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 hey, br- you bring your monster fucker ID to the ticket booth, you get 10% off your ticket. <laughs> and it's just like pitch, p- people with like their body pillow of like the monster from like the thing or something. <laughs> oh, <Lord. It's> like, <laughs> Yikes. Big party. W- w- what we got going on? I don't know. She sets it up as like a charity ball or something just to get everyone there. And the whole thing is supposed to be like, I don't I can't decide if it's better if it's one of those things where it's like everyone was just supposed to come and leave and they get snowed in or if it was intentionally like an overnight thing. I feel like the re- she has one person she's going, okay, you're going to be like my little person. I'm going to make my special uh, choice so I can activate the ritual. But she needs like a whole bunch of blood to like fuel it like you know there's a, there's a yeah. giant blood machine in the basement <laughs> that she's got to like dish blood in like as a like as a, a diesel engine so she has like you know like a hundred people you know whatever some like you know archaic very oddly specific number yeah and yeah. so but tessa thompson is like okay she's like doing her little sleuth thing with the big ass magnifying glass she's like watching like the bloody footprints because because crab gore is like like sneaking away with people one by one to put them in the blood furnace. Meanwhile, while uh, the Tony Collette 
uh, ex girlfriend is also picking people off. So you d- and you initially don't know who it is, and then you get two swerves at the end. Because he's, there's people dying because like Tony Collette's killing people off because she wants her uh, Anya Taylor Joy to herself. So it's like, oh no, everybody, in this castle is hot. I have to kill them all, <laughs> and so she's just like pushing people off staircases, you know, putting poison in the, in the uh, punch bowl. But then, like, all these people are still dying, which, like, adds more blood to the to the blood furnace. And we, it, and we can do something like the castle's alive. Like, someone's blood hits the floor and goes, oh, just the gets just sucked, sucks it up. sucks through the floor and just drops into, like, this big, like, cauldron in the basement. Uh, there's an elaborate scene of, like, you see the blood, like, trickle down through, like, the pipes and, like, the bricks till it hits, like, the big bucket in the bottom of the castle. Blade. We just created the end of Blade. <laughs> yep. Which I do not object to because I fucking love that. Yeah. Oh, God. Now Helen Mirren has to have, like, a really poorly done CGI transformation oh, sequence. Oh, please, God. I oh, want, of course. I want her when she, when, when, like, whatever the final battle is and everybody's dead and it's just, like, the last few people. It's like, no, you were supposed to be special. You're supposed to choose me. She's, like, morphs out into, like, this weird bat lamprey thing but but it's like it's some really dodgy cg she's a lamprey with wings it's got but she has or or she has like tentacles out but they're like other lampreys or have you seen the monster from god damn it what's that thing called uh it has it's it's the one with the monster in the in the cruise liner and it's like Sucking people away with its tentacles. God damn it. It's a, it's a sick monster. Deep Rising. The monster from Deep Rising. Kind of like that. The fuck is that? Oh, that, that that's cool. Yeah. It yeah. has a name. The Octolus? Yeah. Yeah, so like a really fun, campy creature feature Deep Rising. Like it's goofy as fuck. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Uh, Helen Mirren has to turn into something like that. Just like just tentacles and like also because because this is like some lesbian stuff. There's got to be like hella yonic imagery. Oh yeah. Like there's just all all these like honeydews and cantaloupes and Georgia O'Keeffe. There's just just like <laughs> pussies everywhere. Oh yeah. And then like when like when she turns into like her her final form, it, there's just like a. Like a heaving, like I don't know, pussy mouth in the stomach. There are hedge- and at the end of each tentacle. Oh, yep. It's like just just vagina dentata all the way through. God. Ugh. And then the shrubs in the uh, in the little like courtyard garden area are going to be in the shape of boobies. And and there's and like when when like the countess is like trying to do like work her magic, it's like oh come with me, Anna. Well, let me show you the garden. And it's just like all these just like just Venus de Milo, just like naked, but broken statue, but just just their tits are just out, just like they're just just <laughs> just tits and asses all the way across the circle. It's like <laughs> isn't 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 this just the most delectable art? Don't you think? And she's just like yeah, it's just very forward. 
there has to be at the end of that scene just an overhead shot and you realize there are just two fountains like strategically placed <laughs> just shooting like nipple water upward like from an aerial it just looks like yes. <laughs> just two titty fountains like, like, like that's the final shot of the movie it's, it's like the, they make a loop around the garden yes and then when they get to the end it, it pulls out yes. and it's just like a just a pair of like a just a naked chest <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love it. Oh shit! Terrible. God. All right. Okay. Uh, I think we can come back to Jenny Ortega. Who do we want? Her, do we want her to be like? Maybe she's just like a. I'm trying to think. Well, who do we want her to be? Hmm. Would we want her to be like uh, Anya Taylor Joy's like? friend that tags along like because it initially thinks like oh this thing is kind of sketchy yeah just like bring this a scene, friend along he's like this is her gal pal yeah yeah just yeah. gals being pals like i would say let anya taylor joy just be kind of like oblivious to everyone's advances yes but like her kind of demure like sincere friend jenny ortega is just like you know i'm really glad we got to spend you know, this trip together, it really means a lot that you invited me. It's like, of course, you're my pal. And she's just like, uh, yeah, you are my pal. But she's, like, she's laying it on as thick as possible. And it's yeah. like, oh, no, I spilled wine on my uh, bustier. And so she just, like, just sticks her <laughs> boobs in her face and just like, oh, no, let me dab that for you. And, like, she's just, like, comically stupid about it. Everyone's just, yeah. like, just tits in hand, dick out. And just like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I think that works. But but she's still somehow flirting heavily with everybody, but she doesn't realize it. Yeah, yeah, she's kind of clueless. <laughs> God. Right. Okay. Um. Let's see. There's got there's got to be a whole bit about Helen Mirren. It's just like you know, I lived all these years in this castle, and Christmas is always the saddest time of all. It's like, so, but we, because we gotta lay into like the cheesy parts of Christmas movies too. Does she get a tragic backstory? Of course. Okay, what what is Countess Fishwoman's tragic backstory? Her husband left her on Christmas Day. Now she was always a fish person, regardless yeah. of the vampire part. <laughs> and, yeah, she's completely fine being a fish person. But he discovered that she was a fish person, and he left and took like. Her hybrid fish child with him. It's like no, not, not fish mantha. <laughs> <laughs> like I love fish it. Man. Like like their their child is just like a little girl with like a trout head with pigtails. <laughs> the, and, and the child doesn't even talk. It just it just go. <laughs> it's like it's like wait, babe, you're a fish. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> 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 who, who do we want the, her, like her her dirtbag husband to have been? Do we want him to be a dirtbag, or do we want him to just kind of be cool or classy? Okay, maybe maybe it could be like it's it just like a terrible misunderstanding. Michael. Patrick Stewart. Um, never mind, that's much better. <laughs> Patrick Stewart is Mister Fish. <laughs> Mister Fish. What if their last name is Fish and he was just completely oblivious to the fact that he married a fish woman? Yeah, because he took her name. God, yeah. He was very... Because she's royalty. Yeah. The Lord and Lady Fish. Yeah. Lord and Lady Fish. 
Because there's going to be a prequel that explores them as youngsters, but it's like, but for some reason, way more CG. Yeah. But you're okay with it because there's like, you know, some Florence Machine songs on the soundtrack. God, don't bring Florence into this. Florence did nothing wrong. (laughs) Hey, but she was the best part of Snow White and the Huntsman. I've never seen it. I mean, you're not missing much. I didn't think so. I mean, like, there's some, there's like some cool like character design. Like when the magic mirror turns into like this living cloak of like liquid gold. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. But like other okay. than that, it's like you're not missing much. That was the Christian Stewart, Chris Hemsworth movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with all the behind the scenes drama. Yeah. So we have our tragic backstory. I don't know how this ties into her having a Christmas ball, but. Because because her husband and her child left on Christmas, she tries to like surround herself with like you know this big party to like in the hope because she's trying to find that that special person to to be with her. Maybe maybe that's what the blood thing is because there's a okay. The blood thing is because there was just, uh, when her, she met her husband like five hundred years ago, whatever is that. They had this great big blood thing to sort of like to consecrate the marriage because that's what her family dynasty is built on on the, the the blood dynasty of Saint Sangre, and then because she's looking for that right person again, and then she thinks she's found that with Anya Taylor Joy because she has like a lot of her old husband's like you know personality traits. Obviously, being oblivious is one of them. <laughs> she's like, I just love someone who's just stupid and hot. Fish Helen Mirren, morosexual. <laughs> you know, I feel, <laughs> somehow morosexuals are less aggravated than sapiosexuals. This is, you know what? I respect someone who knows that they've got like a dumbass golden retriever that's just hot as hell. Like, I, I can support that. <laughs> the sapiosexuals are a whole nother level of they're pretentious. Just, they're just annoying because they don't actually want someone that smart. They just no. want to kind of like project intelligence essentially i i did, i was completely unaware of this binary until really? <laughs> this is what happens when you're terminally online and you were on tumblr during certain years and so we're, we're like certain terminology feels like a bit but people use it seriously and then it kind of became a bit in its own again. See, because I thought the sapiosexual thing was a joke for like a really long time and then I found out that people were dead serious about it i'm like that's gross yeah and, and, and everyone who, who's a sapiosexual just reads like an incel honestly uh, is is that like oh i i'm only attracted to smart people mm. yeah oh that's fucking dumb yeah 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 hook up with the dumb dumbs do it at least once yeah because I, I promise you sapiosexuals you're not as smart as you think you are <laughs> no. no, mostly you're cringe. What, what, what do we think is the next step here? What is Tony Collette doing during all this? I know she's murdering people, but like, I, I do, I do think there needs to be a point where she actually meets up with Anya Taylor Joy. Okay. Or just like, oh, it's just funny how funny meeting you here. Or remember she has a British accent. <laughs> she, she's very single white female. She just starts to adapt. Because she sees, okay, because she sees Anya kind of falling for the Countess, she starts to, like, put on airs to make herself seem more desirable to Anya in this new environment. 
I'm just picturing crazy Tony Collette in like a short, like bobbed gray wig, trying to act like it's normal. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you see her like stringy blonde hair like sticking out underneath it. Like, like it's just a really bad, wi- bad wig job. <laughs> like Party City wig. Like she didn't even shake it; she just took it out of the bag. She got like the five dollar wig from fucking Amazon. <laughs> yes. Oh, she she got the cosplay wig from Five Below. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> What if she just keeps doing that, though, with, like, everyone Anya meets? So, at one point, she just has, like, Oscar Isaac's mustache and, like... Yes, yes, yeah, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> because, like, every single person she meets, she, like, adopts a little bit of, like, what Anya finds attractive on them. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> this would go south real, real bad. <laughs> I really want it to. <laughs> I'm already okay. thinking of the most problematic ways. <laughs> oh, no! 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 Don't steal my joy, okay? (laughs) I mean, listen, there's some some stuff if you want to do the bit, you'll have to talk about. I wasn't even going for the most obvious Because it it took me a second. I was like, uh, uh, oh, oh, oh. Okay, so Oscar Isaac has a as a just killer mustache. Yes. So she just like just like either just um okay, bet either she draws one on with like a sharpie or she sees another rich stuffy person just yanks it off his face after she squishes him. Both. Okay. Upgrade from the sharpie mustache to the stolen one. Because she she just as time goes on, just oh the sharpie one's not working. She just like. Smashes a dude's head with a mallet and then takes his real one. Jesus Christ! Yes, yeah, I'm with it. Okay, what is the hot thing about Lewis that she steals from him? Oh, we can probably use this t- point to get into his character a little bit. I mean, that man has abs for days. I'm just picturing her with them like drawn on a t-shirt. Oh, okay. Because this is a monster movie, horror movie. What if not only does she like. Per- adopt her personality she starts to like frankenstein herself jesus christ like oh, like like body mod yeah like shit like she, oh, yes. fuck. Like she yes. goes like body whore and she's like ste- she steals some dude's abs she starts putting it on her belly <laughs> it's like it's like check out my sweet abs and it's just like just horrible patchwork of just like oozing blood just like wow you and anya just like wow you really been working out and just like just can't even tell what is she gonna steal from Idrisalva? <laughs> Wait, she, she doesn't. I'd say she doesn't steal Lewis's abs, but she sees that he has just a killer sits back, and then doesn't steal one person's abs. Takes one ab <laughs> from each person from from different guys in the in the uh, the party. They're just like, but there's just like one missing down on their chest while they're like stuck in like the hospital infirmary and the crab man's like slowly dipping like dumping him down the laundry chute into the blood furnace hell yeah okay what is he still from Idris Elba his pecs yeah let's go with that I wouldn't say either he just has big arms or like big pecs yeah upper body yeah because yeah. we have the abs so she's like okay oh she really likes just just big swole arms and just starts starts feverishly looking around like tight close up on the eyes and she, <laughs> and she sees like all these like just suddenly and it's just like super jack dudes in the party 
I want a cameo from Chris Hemsworth. We never address him by name. It's just for the arms. Yeah. And she just steals his biceps. <laughs> it's just like, yes, just rips them off. I had to think, I'm like, who is the biggest biceps possible? Get him from Hemsworth. <laughs> okay. I'm down for this. Okay, now that we have like Monster Mash Tony Collette, a great bit, I think, at the end is what after, for whatever reason, the the, the ritual is thwarted and Helen Mirren's like, you betrayed me, you broke my heart, I'll never love again. She turns into the big fish monster. She goes to kill Anya Taylor-Joy and then giant monster mask Tony Collette comes in. It's like, get away from her, you bitch. And then the two monsters <laughs> fight. Yes. And I love everything about this. Because like Tony yes. Collette is just like a, a horrid <laughs> mash of flesh at this point. But, or, or excuse me, at that point. Because we haven't yeah. got to like the build up. Um, do we want to do anything more with Tessa Thompson? Um, I mean, honestly, my plan didn't go beyond her just being there and hot. So this is, yeah, this is a challenge. She's got to be doing something during all of this. Because I, I, def- I definitely think she, like, she's putting the plot together that, oh, Crab Man is, like, stealing bodies away somewhere because all these people keep disappearing and they haven't come back. I think at some point she needs to get captured. Okay. And then either Anya or somebody else is, like, looking for her. Because we can have, like, one, maybe we can have one of the other characters, like, fall for her. Because, like, you know, give give enough fodder for all the characters interacting. I want it to be the crab man. <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> the exact same thing. I want the crab man to fall in love with her. Okay, because he, he gives, like, he's working for Helen. And it's like, she's like, this one's sniffing around too much. That's my old enemy? Question, like, she's kind of like, she, <laughs> it herself mark? is just like, question mark? It's like lock her up, and when he does, he's 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 very he's very reticent about it. Yes, because he's just like, no, she's figured out my schemes too, and I like the challenge. No one else has done this, and he's just like, wow, you're really foxy, aren't you, uh, VV? <laughs> VV Helsing. <laughs> VV Helsing. Goddamn. <laughs> because she can be like, hey, you're really smart and clever, and like she's like feeding his ego. Just like, hey, yeah. you know, because. Telemirin is she's cold and closed off, so she's kind of like you're just using him for legs and then having him running around. But so VV is like actually like, hey, this is really clever. I like how you did it. You're kind of fucked up, but you know this is smart. And he's like, oh well, thank you, goodness. <laughs> or how about he's he's just like he's only just like going along with it, but he's just like really reluctant. And after this is like the final straw. Yeah. So because like. Because after just like years of just putting up with Helen Marion's just like abuse, it's just like, no, I have something too. You're so closed off. You forgot. You just assume everyone else is. So I have someone I love and care about now. So fuck you, bitch. So I think that that's one thing that keeps Helen Marion like becoming more and more inward and mm-hmm. like desperate to rein in Anya Taylor Joy. Okay. Because like the people around her are. Even the people she could have kept at arm's length, they're no longer there. Like, her rival is not interested in anymore. Her mm. her footman no longer cares about working for her. And he's no longer afraid of her now because he has something he like. He cares more about than his own life and fear. So she's just like, I have nothing left. So she, she's, like, just desperate at this point. I think at this point we could probably, like, 
she's just trying to hurry along the ritual, even though it's not ready yet. Okay. She's just yeah. like, oh, the bucket is 80% full. We're good. We're going to just kickstart this bullshit. <laughs> So I think it I think here probably like all the remaining people just get flushed down a commode. Like like she just like fought this, pulls a lever, and then the the party board goes doom, just like splits it out. And everyone falls into the bucket. And then like you you see like the the three seniors get like, Oh no, I'm I'm all covered in blood and like sexy. And they're trying to help each other. Do the suitors live or do the suitors kick the bucket too? I say we, we give enough tension to where they th- you think they bite because it disappears. They disappear for a while, but then they okay. show up at the end. Okay, yeah. They're like, we made it! Because <laughs> like, you, you see them like bubble in the, in the cauldron and just like, oh no, are they dead? And then they come back at the end. Okay. All right. Uh, what do you want, like, the tearful... The tearful, like, denouement to be before the monster mash happens? I feel like there has to be a dramatic moment between like Frank and Tony and like Anya Taylor Joy. Like there has to be that kind of like moment of realization where it's like, hey, you kind of fucked yourself up there, buddy. But uh, hearts. I say like there has to be some some like something with Tony Clip. Also something with uh, Jenny Ortega, the gal pal. Oh yeah, yeah. Because, you know, Anya, like us, had kind of forgotten about her at a certain point. Yeah. Because everyone else has had, like, something to get kind of, like, divert their interest in. But Jenny Ortega's been sort of like, hey, you're the one thing I've been caring about, and you haven't really acknowledged me. Like, I I helped you when you fell out with your ex-girlfriend, but you haven't been... you. I've been important more in this relationship than you have with me. And I feel like... And she feels hurt and is like... I do so much for you, but you don't ever reciprocate. Fair. And, and or maybe maybe there's another backstory in that uh, Anya realizes that she's not realize she's not actually as dumb as she is. She's playing dumb to as like a coping mechanism because because of the relationship with Tony. Part of me really likes that, and part of me just really wants her to be stupid. Like, like she's just dumb <laughs> like the whole time. really fucking dumb. Like, she's just dumb the whole time. All the way till the end. Like, literally, you go through the entire film, and she's still just like, hey, it's weird. <laughs> she, like, like Pat said earlier, she just, like, Mr. Magoo's her ass through this entire yes. movie. Because I, I do like that, too. Or or, or there's, there's, like, a there's a brief moment that you... Where you you it, think she has brain cells? Like it's it's enough. It's intentionally there enough to make you think that it's kind of an act, mm-hmm. but she still kind of plays it straight. It's it's an it's it's enough reasonable doubt. Okay. To make you think that like is she just sort of putting on this like clueless act to kind of kind of cope with what she's been through, mm-hmm. but then she's just like duh. <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> oh. We'll we'll edit that out. Yeah, my brain just came to a screeching halt. At this point, I just got it to enjoy. has got to be alone. Like she, like Tony Collette has tried to reach out to her, just like try to win her back, and just like and there's like she's just like, no, I don't want that. I don't want you. So she runs off. <gasps> she runs away to like 
to her to like the storm where she's keeping all the body parts to make her super monster body that that she will wear in the final battle and Eugenie Ortega has run off because like her heart's been broken because she's put herself out there for so long and got nothing back mm-hmm. so at this point Anya is the most vulnerable and that's when Helen strikes but also there's gonna be a point where Anya Anya realizes something that she that she doesn't want her either I feel like we kind of worked ourselves into a corner here. You know, they start out, everything seems pretty amicable at first, but, like, like Helen Mirren, like, slowly gets a little more pushy, and as she gets more pushy, she pushes Anya Taylor-Joy further away until it reaches the the, the monster climax. And then, uh... And during the final battle, like, like as they're fighting, the moment you think, like, Anya Taylor-Joy has her shit together. She somehow just accidentally, magically, like, flips a switch or, so, like, the self-destruct button on the <laughs> castle. Because, like, I, I like the part where she gets... Because because Helen Mirren is so desperate and becoming so, like, like craving into, like, getting her way with Anya is that she does the thing that Tony Collette did to her to make her break up with her. Mm-hmm. So just like, you're just like her. You're not, you're that cool. You're not a silver fox at all. You're just a big fat meanie. <laughs> <laughs> and she runs away like, uh-huh. and that, then the monster match happens. And then during the monster match, it's like, um, just like carelessly hits the, the big red self-destruct button. Or, or like she's just like, uh, like her, like her, like she just like conspicuously has like a big ass, and she actually sits on the big switch, <laughs> the big like double-handed lever with spider webs and like electricity shooting out that that activates the self-destruct button. And sort of as the castle's crumbling and the two monsters are just fighting out to the bitter end, uh, Anya Taylor Joy is like running away from the debris. And as she looks beside her, she sees the boat that has VV Helsey <laughs> and, and the rest of the cast. And that, that's how we find out that the suitors are, are, are indeed still alive. Hell yeah. And, and then she jumps off and it's this big action movie moment where dun, 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 and then the sound cuts out and then jumps onto the boat. Oh, oh, we need some Metal Gear Solid ass music in here. Uh, oh yeah, we get the guy who did the uh, I forget the guy who uh, the guy who did the soundtracks for those fucking games from mm-hmm. Sons of Liberty onward. And, uh, and, and, uh, cause when the self destruct thing happens, I thought, uh, the big blood furnace, it just like voids all the blood into the sea. Mm-hmm. So just like, just, like, you hear like a big toilet flush, like whoosh. And like all the people are still alive get flushed out to sea. But because VV and crab gore had like hot crab sex in the closet and they got in the boat and beat the hell out you see the the three suitors splash in the water and they scooped him up and the rest of people just like i don't know who fucking cares they weren't exactly. named and they weren't hot enough so we don't <laughs> care about them so that's when anya taylor joy um when the castle's like cr- crumbling around and helen and tony are still fighting what if at the end like they're all beaten and bloody. They're just like, it's just like heaving and heaving, and then then they start making out. And then that's yeah. like, and then from their credits, because they both realize <laughs> it was just like, hey, you're because they're both like toxic 
in in very similar ways, yes. and it's just like, oh, you're fucked up, aren't you? Because like every time they would hit each other, it's it's almost like you know, I don't know, like like almost kind of sexy too. It's like they're like sex fighting, God. and then as they kiss, Jingle Bell Rock starts playing. <laughs> 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 I keep forgetting it's a Christmas movie, <laughs> and in fact, the movie forgets that it's a Christmas movie until at the like the most inopportune times and then you you violently get reminded it's christmas please as the boat is pulling away like they're making out jingle bell rocks playing there's just like a wreath on the front of the boat and it just kind of sails off yes and, and it does like the uh the circ like the that the iris in the, the yes. iris in <laughs> and <laughs> okay i love it do we want to do like um, what was it like Animal House where just like credits mm-hmm. as like a- after Jingle Bell Rock plays uh, into the credits um, you see like Christmas postcards that kind of are kind of like epilogues to like all the big characters okay alright uh, so what so what do you want the epilogues to be three suitors run off with each other okay it, it's like them and, and they have a very healthy polycule yes it's like them, like, in the mountains somewhere, but all three of them are, like, either... Oh, they're all wearing one giant sweater together. Aww. <laughs> with just, like, three heads poking out. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, V.V. Helsing and Crab Gore. Uh, they take a very nice vacation to Rome. Like, their, their postcard <laughs> is, like, out in front of, like, the Colosseum. Oh, or, 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 they're, or they're doing that hacky thing where they act like they're pushing down the Leaning Tower. Yeah. Yes, yes. I want Crab Gore to be wearing sunglasses, but sunglasses on each crab. <laughs> just like thousands. Yes. There's hundreds of tiny sunglasses. Yes. Jenny Ortega. We need to throw someone else hot in here because I feel like she needs a non-shitty girlfriend. Uh. <laughs> we, we like retcon. There's some, uh, there's some other like third string character that's kind of like, you know, like obviously not like big, but like, you know, you know, you saw them enough times in the movie, like, oh, you know, I like them just because, like, they're, like, a background character or personality. But yes. they still feel shoehorned in. Yes. Uh, Danny Ortega was talking to this character for, like, one scene. They had, like, one exchange of dialogue, and it's like, wait, they ended up together? Yes. Yeah. Uh, who, who we want this person to be? I just had the <clears throat> dumbest thought. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. Megan the Stallion. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes! yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, and let, let, I want Megan Thee Stallion to have like this big God. We peaked so big right there. Yep. Uh, she like her like ballroom dress is just like it looks like a normal Victorian dress, but just like but her whole ass is out in the back. Yes. And, and uh, Megan Thee Stallion is a vampire. Yes. But but that's not. Like, it, that was not known at all in the movie. Just, like, you just see, for whatever reason, Jenny Ortega just, like, kind of, like, doing, like, this kind of schoolgirl, like, crust pose, and then, like, Megan Thee Stallion's, like, tr- pretending to bite her neck with fangs. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, and then Anya Taylor-Joy. She, like, it, it just shows her getting off the subway, going Grand Central Station in New York. I don't know. Or, or may- maybe there's a, um... Like a post-credit scene where it's Anya Taylor Joy by herself. 
and then she then she's like in in a subway in her train station, and uh, she's uh, she's like um, it's, it, a year later it's at Christmas. It's like oh here I am alone at Christmas, and she looks over and she sees someone. And it's like oh they're cute, and it's Dwayne the Rock fucking Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, she does the full anime thing. It's like, oh no, I'm a late for my train. Just like, whoa, like, like, the, like the piece of toast and everything. And so, so she bumps into the rock, but she lands face first in his in his pecs. And it's just like, oh no, I can't believe I've fallen in some pecs. And she looks up and it's the rock. Or yeah, no, nah, yeah, the rock. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, oh, it's just like, oh, is this your train? It's like, yeah, this this is my train. Well, Hold, oh, let me help you out. Let's get on together. And then, like, they boarded train. He does the thing from the Thriller. Thriller reveal, yes. <laughs> he goes like, like, like he's like, <laughs> like glowing red eyes. Yes. Yeah. All right, and um, all right. Post credit scene because the the Christmas card that that's like the main credits. Okay. And then there there's a there's a first scene, which is Anya Taylor Joy and the, the Rock. Then the Post credit at the very end is Helen Mirren and Tony Collette, like hand in hand on like a beach somewhere. Yes, I support this. It's like like they're sitting on the ruins of the castle, like you know, like on on, on just like rubble. Like you see, you just see the rubble of the castle, like scattered across the beach. It, you see, you see, just see the camera pan across the beach. Then you see like some naked toes. And it pans up to. You see, like, uh, Tony Collette, like, just completely naked, except for, like, a, a ship's, like, sail wrapped around her. And then Helen Mirren's, like, wrapped up in the sail, too. No, or, like, a, no, a, a bloody tablecloth. Yeah. And they're just, like, they're just, like, all touching each other all sensually. It's, like, it's, like... <laughs> <laughs> like, uncomfortably sensually, it, too. Yeah. It's just, like... It's just like it's a weird note to end the movie on. <laughs> it's like you're, you're kind of like good for them, I guess. Question mark. But like they're just there's just there's something about the scene just feels real icky. Like like they're both into it, of course, but just like something about them together is just really so off putting. <laughs> like I support it. Oh, they they got to be covered in just head to foot in like slime. Oh, <laughs> do they have to ne- be covered in slime? Nickelodeon slime. No. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's just like, wow, no one's made me slime like that in years. Oh. No. Oh, and and then like as they're like caressing each other, you, you hear like two bags hit the sand as Patrick Stewart's like, what the fuck? <laughs> It's just like bang, but then it ends. Smash cut. Yes. <laughs> it's like mom. <laughs> like, what the fuck have we created? <laughs> like Patrick Trude has like an armful of like Christmas presents, and he sees like these two after they just like done like fish going, and they're just like. Plops down on the beach, just like what the fuck, bitch. <laughs> it's just like I went Christmas shopping for twelve hours, and I come back. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, that's the bit. She, it, the whole movie, you make it think like 
he he walked out on her hundreds of years ago. Yeah. But it was literally just earlier that day. Yes. She got lonely. <laughs> and it completely fucks with the established timeline of the movie. Yes. Like it like it's actively shown that she's been doing this for hundreds of years. But I want to see him leave in like a car- like a horse drawn carriage. <laughs> And he comes well, back. Like he has a top hat and everything. Yes. And, but then you see like a Subaru on like the the, the beach like like guardrail. He takes the carriage twenty feet to his car and just drives off. <laughs> this is an atrocity. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's pretty fucking slick. To it, me. It, is it is it bad that this is like one of the more like kind of like legitimate ones like that's in, alarming i mean there, there's been plenty of times where we never made it through like an actual plot like beginning to end i'm amazed that we did because i i did not think that was gonna happen like this like this is fairly well structured for the most part most of them are just like ass crystals lots and lots of ass crystals <laughs> basically yeah uh, monster sponsorship, like the like the movie stops for Jason Momoa to talk about his monster sponsorship for like twenty minutes, <laughs> and he emphasizes, <laughs> no, it is not six six six. It is not satanic. Monster is not satanic. Yep, I hate it. Also, the uh, the uh, eligible bachelorette and the Glasmic and supernatural romance was um, a swamp thing with a. F- Fat ass. Hell yeah. Oh my fucking god. Was Tony Collette the swamp thing in the Supernatural <laughs> Romance movie? Maybe. <laughs> you gotta stop casting Tony Collette. <laughs> god damn. Tony Collette's one of our lesser used characters. Almost all of them have like. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito, Jason Momoa. Danny Trejo. Uh, Lots of Dannys. Uh, Timothy I'm Chalamet. Of, I'm just hearing so many missed opportunities within ours now. I'm like, shit. Hey, there's always th- the sequel. Oh, God. Does the sequel involve the fish daughter all grown up? Uh, it, the, the sequel is, it's like the uh, Call Me By Your Name sequel where it's about the dad. This one's about Patrick Stewart. <laughs> And and his uh his uh, gay love affair, fair. Because because while he was out getting Christmas presents, he had a little tryst with his uh his uh his gay lover. Who is watching their half fish child in all this? Like this child is just unattended. Uh, <laughs> there's because we have the prequel with how Patrick Stewart and Helen Mirren first met. Okay, and then there's a sequel that actually takes place in the. It's really an interquel. Shows out what he was doing, mm-hmm. and then there's another. There's a short film that's just like Fish Daughter's big day out. <laughs> Poor fish kid. <laughs> uh, oh, but lastly, what are we calling this movie? I thought it was a Blood Moon on Christmas <laughs> Under the Sea. Fuck it, why not? <laughs> Blood Moon Christmas <laughs> Under the Sea. Sure. <laughs> Did the blood moon have anything to do with it? Did we do anything with the blood moon? No. Would would make a bit even better, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I think we got a movie. <laughs> is that what we're calling this? Hey, like we said, this is the most, probably the most coherent we've had in a while. God, that's scary. 
I mean, and, and obviously one of the more reined in because when Lads re- rebooted Evangelion, we had tactical foreskins. I give up. So, okay, how was Ash's first make em up? <laughs> um, there's a lot to process here. <laughs> I think you and the audience both would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we didn't use Tessa Thompson enough, but the rest of it was good. Oh, okay. Sidebar. What if Tessa Thompson gets a spinoff series? Yes. Where she just investigates but falls in love with a different supernatural monster. Yes. I'm with it. She's like the worst like supernatural hunter ever because she just keeps fucking her prey. Just <laughs> like like other supernatural hunters are just like Listen, your kill count's way low. What what keeps happening? She's just like, well, and there's, it's just like, <laughs> just like, a, just like a montage of just her, just like, just like slamming like a a a bigfoot against the wall, and just like, um, 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 just like sucking face. It's just, it's just like yeah. let me let me get at them toes. <laughs> oh, no, no, why? <laughs> I don't know. Tessa Thompson might suck toes. That's her prerogative. <laughs> I, you know what? I want to go on record as saying that I have nothing to do with this theory <laughs> whatsoever. I mean, look, Tessa Thompson, T toe. I'm just saying, it's right there in black and white. Tessa Thompson is really attractive, and I'd like to go on record as saying <laughs> that I don't believe she sucks toes. Also, Tessa Thompson, call me. Anyway. <laughs> Tessa Thompson, call me by my name. God damn it. <laughs> I hate it here. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, well, I hope we put you in the holiday spirit with our... Um, Bone chilling, blood curdling, arousing Christmas horror movie. I had to get myself back together there. <laughs> um, but listen, it, it was a wild winding road, but we got to the end of it. We made it through the uh, the snowy forest and we came out to the other side. Uh, not squeaky clean, but you know, had a good time. We get the carriage went off the path. We hit the mud patch, but you know. We got to grandma's house a okay. Yeah, we're going we're going with that. <laughs> yeah, sure. So we're signing off for today. Thank you all so much for listening. We had a great time. We hope you did too. Be sure to follow us wherever podcasts are found. That's on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Be sure to like, rate, and subscribe on all those platforms. Helps us out, keeps it visible, puts it in front of the listeners. And of course we always appreciate you when you do it. And do us a favor, go check out all the other Great and wonderful shows on the ever-expanding AYCH network. We have Cajun Greatness, where we talk about Nicholas Cage movies about half the time. We have AYCH Extra, we, where we talk about movies and video games with the other new shows. Like we said at the top of the show, this is what you see right here. Cinema Grimoire, where we talk about gothic movies 80s and 90s horror, and just a little bit of everything in the goth subgenre. Obviously, we're a little more on 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 tat there because we have something that, like you know, a movie to really talk on. But we still have that same good energy and spirit. And also, we have the Backlog Boys, which is an epi- which is a show by 
Colt, Tanner, and Wenzel as they talk about video games and all the different things that are going on in the video game world, from new, new releases to deep dives on old games. If you're a video game fan, you'll be well served to check out that place. And you can follow me, Patrick, on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at John Lost His Name. If you would, close it out with your plugs. It's Ash. You can find me on Instagram at Glam and Ghoulish, where I sell polymer clay jewelry. That's a little bit creepy, a little bit cute. And you can find me on Twitter at Blurred Girl Blue. And again, Tessa Thompson, my DMs are open. <laughs> Jazz, yeah. My name is Joe. You can follow me on the tweeters at J-O-N-I-A-B-Y-24 and John on Sun 12 on Letterboxd. All right, thank you all so much for listening. Take care of yourselves, and we'll see you very soon. Thank you.